1: So, you're quite right. It's not Tuesday, but it is time for another spin the rally pod. We have had a very, very big day of news today. Obviously, we are recording on Wednesday, the day that Oit Tanak has been confirmed as an M Sport driver again for the 2023 season. Enormously exciting potentially expected i'm sure it was expected by by some uh, but here to join me and talk about the whole driver market which now the dust is beginning to settle a little bit is our deputy editor at dirtfish.com luke barry and the man who knows everything about all things wrc former sporting director george donaldson good evening chaps
2: good evening good evening luke evening david luke what an what an amazing an amazing amazing day and yeah, I think it's beyond beyond our our hopes and dreams that that Ott has ended up at M Sport. We've got three factory teams, all poised to uh, challenge at the front of the championship unequivocally on every event now.
0: Wow, we do, we do, and that's I think actually a very nice place to start. because for me, that's the most exciting bit about this is first and foremost a WRC fan. Not that I didn't enjoy watching the sort of intra-team rivalry, and we did have plenty of that this year between Tanak and Thierry Neuville at Hyundai, but for 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 Roy to be back back home, because this is his home, I know he's he's now been at all three teams in the WRC, but M-Sport is the team in which gave him his first chance, he, he grew up there, so it is nice to see him back there, and as you say, Josh, to have Toyota with Cali Rovanperä and Elvin Evans, Hyundai with Thierry Neuville, and M Sport with oit tanak these are the four drivers that we all sort of call the a-listers if you like they're the top tier and and they're evenly spread out so it's what the championship needs um whether it's what tanak needs what we'll find out it looks like it should be and it looks like a very good move on paper david but it's (sighs) i don't know you you tell you you're the one that got the and we'll we'll big you up here you got the exclusive interview with oit about (laughs) what this means um it is a massive massive deal for him it, it is. There's no doubt about that. It's, it's something that
1: he ultimately, what every driver who, who has won one world championship wants is a second world championship. Um, he tried that at Hyundai to, to my mind now, you know, you look back historically and you'd have to say that was the move to Hyundai the right one. Of course, for, for Tanak at the time, it, it absolutely was. He couldn't, he felt he couldn't really carry on working in, in the Toyota team as it was. Um, but i think he would probably have had more success in the pursuit of a of a second title had he stayed there it's been a difficult three years um but where he is right now talking to him at, at length he he sounds like a different driver he sounds relaxed contented you know right at this point of course he is uh he's done one test in in grey he's, he's had a good look round the car He's had a good look round dovenby hall the, the m sport ford world rally team base uh of course which is you know it was always an impressive place but now uh it's it's even it's even more impressive uh with the the test track they've got there and everything it's it's grown exponentially since Oi left at the end of twenty seventeen so he was he's in a very very good place now um professionally where he's looking forward to to a new challenge and a new chapter can he go out and win Monte Carlo? I asked him that. Who knows? You know, at the minute he's driven the car for a, for a day or so on gravel, he hasn't been near it on tarmac, um, and he won't go near it on tarmac until early early next month. But what he's got there is is a real familiarity with the team, with the likes of Malcolm Wilson and Richard Milner. He knows them all. Chris Williams, the, the technical director there. He's excited to be back uh, in an environment where he feels comfortable, Um, and where he knows people Uh, so it's it's really really exciting as George said uh, at the top there we we have got one heck of a championship coming now Uh, it's 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 going to be a ripper you know we've got a fantastic driver and it's very difficult in all of this to 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 not remember that Craig Breen was obviously at at M Sport as a lead driver and It's a tricky one because things just didn't quite fall for Craig. In fact, didn't absolutely didn't fall for Craig, not just didn't quite fall for him on a different day in a different season. It could have been uh, a very different year. Uh, It wasn't, but you know, I feel that it's tricky because you constantly feel that you're having a go at Craig when you're you're talking about the new, the new world and the new chapter that the M sports going into with, with Tanik. Now Tanik is a different driver to, to Craig Breen He's a world champion, um, and he's a different character as well. And I think, I know I'm starting to go on for a bit here, but I think this will be one <laughs> of the big elements with, with with M-Sport is that Tanek's a guy who will go in there and he looks fierce. You know, I've just written, I'm writing a, a piece which will run tomorrow, that when Oik Tanek walks into a room, you have that same sense of presence that you'd have from a Colin McRae or a Carlos Sainz or these kind of people, that there is a, a, a kind of just an aura around Oik Tanek that he will inspire people um and he will inspire people some people through fear you know because he 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 gives everything he's got and he expects exactly the same from everybody in the team um so yeah it's it's a it's a fantastic move it's a very sensible move from from both malcolm and from oit um and yeah let's let's bring on 2023
2: it is, is, that, it is definitely uh for, for, sorry sorry look uh go ahead go ahead
0: no no because you're pointing point the better than mine george you've not had a proper chance to have a go at this yet so go for it mate it's, it's rare no, for me I mean, actually to be the one that wins the point so i'll hand this one over to you
2: okay no no i'm trying to be better i'm trying to be better, <laughs> to be better. <laughs> the no but but the reality is um Ott is just going to be so determined he 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 now has a team that is focused on him. At Toyota, he obviously felt the team was focused on what Tommy wanted, and to a great extent, it would have been. He, he he certainly didn't feel like he was getting the support or the or the whatever it was that was there. I mean, I wasn't there in the team to understand what the issues were, but I know that there was a personality clash, to say the least, between himself and Tommy. So that 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 was a factor at Toyota that made him move to Hyundai. I, Hyundai. He knew he was going with a so equal top billing and he thought that was going to be okay. And quite clearly, he, he didn't get what he wanted out of that team. And, you know, it's yeah. so important that, that the balance for these drivers uh, of, you know, the psychological balance for them to be able to know that they've got the car they want, that they've got the support, that everything is geared that they need and it's there, that the whole thing is, you know, pivoting around them. It it, it seems ridiculous that that's how it has to be in one sense, but it's totally understandable in another. We've got drivers that are tuned to such a degree, that the very top guys are tuned to such a degree. And, you know, honestly, there's three, four, five drivers in the world that are tuned to that limit at any given time. You never find more than that. Ott's been sitting there for, honestly, probably about six or seven years. And if you can't get your team, your car in sync you know tuned in to the same wavelength as that it doesn't mesh and that's what's happened with Ott um certainly at Hyundai I wouldn't I wouldn't know that that's what happened at Toyota so I think he's going to go there and you know we know the guy's going to deliver it's just it's just a given for me the only question sits there is the reliability of the Puma because because of the the driver crashes I mean we have had a bit of unreliability there haven't we David? There has been, absolutely, as <clears throat>
1: excuse me, as there has that you know there has been with, with all of the cars and you expect that with a new generation of cars, new homologation cycle. It it does take time. Um I, I would be sure that moving into year two of those cars that there will be more reliability built in. Historically, M Sport is a team that's built reliable cars. Um certainly going back to to when Tannock was there last, the the Fiesta was was fairly bulletproof. Um crucially, I think, for them. There, there will be more performance coming from, from the car in time for Monty. There will be upgrades. They were working on engine That's work towards the here. end of up uh, yeah. towards the end of last season, which was de- dependent on the exactly what the, the the fuel was going to be, uh the nature mm-hmm. of the fuel going forward into this year. And they now know that, they understand all of that. So there will be more performance. Um and Tanek will for sure. Tanek is is one of those drivers who will never stop pushing. Um, for more improvements, for more upgrades, for more suspension work, for more aero work, everything across the board, he will c- continue to to ask for more. Uh, Malcolm knows that, Rich knows that. They they understand what they've got. They've got a super demanding driver who will give them back everything that they give him.
2: Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be absolutely magic. I mean, Monte Carlo. His mission has to be to go to Monte Carlo. And do something that's completely out of character for him, and just focus on finishing in the top four cars. I know it's a funny yeah. number to 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 see, but if you're in the top four out of Monte, you've got points on the table. It just takes a little bit of pressure off moving forward. What you don't want to end up doing is being sixth or seventh or not finish. That that hurts.
0: That well he he, so. he knows that to his cost as well, doesn't he? Because you just give oh, me a yeah. random thought there. But the last three Montes, I'm pretty sure Tanak's walked away from all of them with, with zero <laughs> points. So he knows yeah. exactly that situation. But but this is the key thing, I think, for me, is the fact that Tanak now and we've touched on it already, but I'm just gonna say the same thing, my own words essentially here if I'm not careful, but he he now has a a team that is very, very focused on him, and that's not to say that at high end I say that the team wasn't interested in helping Tanak, and he made a very clear point in the the feature that that David wrote, um that was on on Derbyshire Wednesday, and I would recommend reading that if you do, because it's basically Tanak explaining all the reasons for his move um, to us, but he has friends at high there are people that were willing to help him but here at m sport literally every single department of that team everything is geared around Oit tanak winning the drivers championship that is what the team's focus is next year because we don't have the full lineup of drivers yet but we're not expecting any major if any changes from what we saw in 2022 for who'll line up alongside tanak so and with all due respect to those drivers they are Younger, less experienced drivers. So, M Sport winning the the manufacturers is probably quite unlikely. I don't want to say impossible because you know how these things go. You say things like that, you may get made to look like a fool, but yeah, I think for, for Tanak now, he he has everything he needed, and it's it is important to underline just how important that is for him because the possibility of walking away and having a year out wasn't off the table. It really wasn't off the table. So this this deal from M Sport had to be right for for right to go yes he he wanted to drive yes he wanted to go back to emsport and of course he wants to win but he wasn't gonna go back there if he didn't think he could win and i think that's the key well as as well as that you know
1: there was a very much the the potential that he couldn't go back there um we shouldn't forget the fact that it, it took a lot of work from from malcolm wilson and from ford to to pull this deal all together it wasn't just a matter of of avoid deciding yes or no. It was it was whether there was anything to say yes to. Um and ultimately Ford came up uh, Ford and M Sport, M Sport Ford came up with a with a good, strong proposition. Um that that shows that a car will be in a certain place here and that there will be development moving forward through the season. That's what Tanak wants. That's what he needs. Yeah, uh, to go back go back to your point George for, for Monty, it has become a proper jinx for him uh he hasn't finished it like you said Luke quite rightly not in one year with 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 um Hyundai did he finish uh and of course the first time he stepped into a new car back in 2020 uh he ended you know at the bottom of a ravine after an enormous shunt uh so i think that undoubtedly will be on his mind that a, a solid monty finish Lays the foundation to a season, doesn't it? Equally, he could have said that with Craig Breen finishing third on the podium, uh, and on the podium this year, the, the the foundations were a little bit weak for for Craig's season. But Oit knows what he has to do, and I think you're dead right, George. He will drive it um, sensibly and and bring some points home, and just take more experience. He is going to be a a driver that that will be disadvantaged. To you. Quite rightly, we've talked off air about the fact that you know there are the three, the big three now, essentially, or big four. Let's not, you know, there's Calais, there's there's Elvin, Thierry, and Oit, um, and there's only Oit that is going into into next season with very, very limited experience of of a yeah. team and a car. Yeah. Um, not and
2: not not to, not to forget the two interlopers, the two Sebastians that will interlope and be a- mm. absolutely add to those top four, so that ends up being six on some events.
1: Yeah. Absolutely, and particularly, you've got to hope that both Ogier and and Lobar are there in Monty to really add some spice uh, to what's already going to be a really interesting event. I think you know one other element that that, that you have to remember with with M Sport is that the the team has evolved and and changed uh, in the last well what's it five years since since Tannik was there. To, Obviously, through the, the the COVID, through the pandemic, Malcolm was was forced to let go of a, a lot of staff members, and there's a lot of experienced people like George Black, the guy who was always there with the, with the tires, um, and Ian Tully on coordination. You could argue Christian Lorio on on the, the design, all over from what Chris Williams has produced. You know, the, he's he's more than capable of, of matching that, but it, it is a different team. It's a team that's evolved, uh, and when I I talked to Oit about that you know, immediately he turned what I considered to be potentially a negative into a positive and said, there are a whole bunch of young guys out there who are coming with new ideas, new ways of working. Um, And he said, it's, it's, there's lots of innovation. Uh, It's a really exciting place to be. He's been in the factory, he's met the people. um, And clearly, he's, he's really looking forward to getting back there and getting on with it.
0: What do you think um, sorry I I'm going to, I'm turning host here to ask David a question. I'm just curious, but beyond obviously the sporting factors in in moving for next year, what do you think it actually is about M Sport that really suits Tanak? Obviously it is where his first team, so that creates a bit of a special place in the heart. But why is it that this team just feels so comfortable and why does the team like him? Why does the relationship work so well, basically? Basically, he he
1: lived his life with from two thousand and eleven onwards when he came to m sport back in 11 he came almost at the request of, of marco martin marco was a driver that was that was bringing this young estonian on introduced him to malcolm um and extolled the virtues of him to malcolm uh and marco was a guy that was always hugely respected at at m sport uh and was very close with the team and with malcolm so that continued uh and i would say that actually Oit's relationship with M Sport and with the team and with the Wilson family is is closer now than the Marcos was it's simply the fact that he's as I say he lived his life he went through the lows and the highs he got kicked out he came back he got kicked he got knocked down from the factory team to the DMAC team in in 15 and Malcolm stuck with him through thick and through thin he he stuck with him uh, at times Malcolm said, you know, he wasn't sure himself how much more and how much longer he could cope with with the emotional roller coaster that he was on with Oit. Um, but you could always see it, you could always see the speed. I mean, remember those two years in Poland where he claimed came close to winning for the first time. Uh and the incredible emotion in I think it was in sixteen, wasn't it, where he knocked the, the tire off the rim or whatever, or got the puncture. Um and Augier came and, and, and picked him up when he'd, he'd lost the event to Mickelson, I think it was. Yeah. Um, everybody in, in the championship could see this guy absolutely had the raw speed to do it. Um, and as soon as that win came along, it would click. Uh, and it was just, it was amazing to be in Sardinia when he took that first win with M Sport in 17. Very quickly, he then won a rally at the absolute opposite end of the spectrum uh, in terms of winning Germany. On tarmac, um, and, and he was away then. It, he was just up and running. And Malcolm has had so many drivers that he's looked after, that he's nurtured, you know, the likes of Latvala, arguably Peter Solberg in his really early days, um, Miko and all of these people he's bought on Francois Duval, nearly said Delacour, Francois Duval, <laughs> lots of them. Um, and and Tanic is, I would say, his greatest achievement, because Tanic you know, probably. Look how many
2: years it took, David. Look how yeah, many years and, it took. You know, it was, you it was could, you lot know, you could, in a, time. you could point you
1: know, to You could point to an awful lot of accidents from Latvala, but I would say emotionally, I'd say Tanek probably took Malcolm lower uh, and then yeah. higher, uh, and and you know, it's it was incredible. I remember when I won the championship with Toyota in Spain, um, everybody, to a man, came out of M Sport and made this kind of guard of honor uh, coming into the final control, into the service park on the, on the Sunday afternoon and Tanak stopped. He stopped the Toyota right outside of M sport jumped out and him and Malcolm had just the biggest hug, you know, the pair of them probably in tears. They'd lived this adventure and everything um, for almost a decade together. Um, they'd won and they'd lost together. And ultimately they did win together because Malcolm was the one when Oit said, what do I do? at the end of oh, midway through seventeen when he got the offer from Toyota. Malcolm knew that he couldn't he couldn't keep him. Uh mm-hmm. he couldn't match the offer that Toyota had given him and he said, go spread your wings, you know, go fly. Um and and Oit certainly did. And to me, this is where it, it is so nice that we've come full circle here and that, that Oit has come back. We all knew that he would come back. You you couldn't be as close as, as Oit and Malcolm are Uh, And not end your end your career together. Is this the end of Tanak's career? I don't think it is. I think there's many many years, potentially another ten years, uh, if he wants to stay that long. And for sure, he absolutely has the raw speed to be right back up there. Uh, One of the questions I asked him last night was, you know, does when he was winning in eighteen and nineteen in that Toyota, nobody stood a chance. You know, when when everything fell into place for Tanak he just wiped the floor with people. It was it was extraordinary. It was the same as a Lobo and Ogier at the height of their pomp. He was right there. And how do you get back to that? Because that brings a feeling. George, you'll know that. When a driver is... We've seen it with Cali this year to an extent, but not to the same kind of killer instinct that 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 Tanak had. You know, there were rallies in 19 that, that he... I remember, I'm sure it was Argentina where he had a spin and a big problem at the start. Um, and he he was dropped right back and then he came and he won that event. It's the same years and years going all the way back to on the same event in Argentina, I think it was 2002 when Gronholm, Marcus Gronholm in two hundred six, had a massive problem Uh, and he kind of won the rally twice almost. Uh, And it's that ability. When a driver has that George, it takes them to a very special place, doesn't it?
2: It really does. And I mean, you know, that special place means that they can actually pull this magic second and a half, two seconds a kilometer, mm. from nowhere. That that everyone else is, you know, on the same limit, and then all of a sudden, the driver transcends it. It's it's a it's a uh, a euphoric a euphoric state that they get to where they're able to assimilate all this information more quickly, and and uh, and everything just becomes easy, and they are able to leverage so much more out of the road. The car the car it's not it's they get it out of the road because the car is always on the limit. It's what they are able to do is understand the road better in that euphoric state. I've decided that's what it is, because they're definitely (laughs) leveraging as much as they can out the car. It's the road that gives them extra. It it is. And on top of that, George, you know,
1: a driver has 100% to give. If if there are things that are working in the background or not working in the background, that detracts from that hundred percent. So you've got a driver. We saw this, you know, you were in, I'm sure you were absolutely in the middle of it in 2001 when Richard Burns was, was leaving Subaru and was going to Peugeot and there was a court case coming uh, and he was trying to win his world championship on, on rally GB. And I remember talking to Robert and to Richard at the time, that it was difficult to focus on the job in hand, on that event and just to, to bring everything back and just to get on with what you'd got to do to go through those stages. I'm sure there have been times this year when Tanaka has started events and he's got so much going on with everything that's, that's happening with the team and the team principal and all of the, the, the grief from that first half of the year. It made it very, very difficult for and it detracts from his 100%. You know, that may take 10% of his capacity, be it mental capacity, whatever, his preparation time, anything. And going back to M Sport, he knows what he's going to get. He absolutely has the stability uh and the consistency that he needs to 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 give
2: everything of himself to his driving. I do believe that will be the case. You you have to hope it's the same because, you know, teams change, circumstances hmm. change. I I do hope that M Sport do have the budget. It sounds like Ford have come to the table with, with a contribution that's going to allow the car to be developed. I hope Malcolm's got sponsors and support to get the team out on the rallies, you know, well manned. To be to be honest, I don't think it makes any difference if they are or not because M Sports, a team that seemed to be able to manage to wring the very last bit of performance out of themselves, so you know they're more than capable of delivering whatever they need to in whatever circumstance. It would appear to me, but I hope they've got the luxury of a decent budget that they can apply and get that car up to its, you know, the very last ounce of performance. And uh, and have everything resourced correctly. Maybe even get George Black back doing tires. They've probably got someone else that's nearly as good as mm. George, but no no one's ever as good as George Black.
1: No, no, that's true. But uh, you know, the interesting thing is now is going to be what what kind of and who fits in um around the uh the Martin Yavi Oya partnership. Who does who who gets the the rest of the seats? Obviously, the, you know a little bit about that, Luke. Can, what what
0: can we say about that? Well, that's, that's a big assumption to say <laughs> to say that I know anything firm. Although George and I were sort of off air putting some theories together, I, I think it's probably mm. a fairly safe assumption to say that Gus Greensmith will be back. Um, I think Pierre Loubet will be there in some form, probably on an increased program, maybe not a full season, but more than he did. This year, perhaps one flyaway or something like that, and potentially occasionally utilized to score manufacturer points as well. I think the, the biggest question now is what can they get with Loeb? Because we're all talking, we were talking a bit, sort of hoping and maybe assuming that he will be there, but actually, there's nothing, as far as we understand, there's nothing yet on the table to confirm Seb's presence there. I think he wants to do it. Obviously, M Sport would like to have him for some rallies. So it's one of those deals that probably shouldn't be too difficult to hash out, but there is no guarantee there. Um, for me, there's that there's four more. We don't know where he'll necessarily fit in, but I'm pretty sure Rich Milner gave a a pretty big vote of confidence at the end of last year before Japan that they're not they've not ditched him. Um, when he didn't go to Japan and stuff like that, so he'll be there in some form. Whether it's a full season again, we don't know, but it's probably going to be some kind of amalgamation of these four drivers. Um. However that all shakes out, I'm not sure uh, as to who drives where and who scores points, etc. But um, as we said at the top, it's it's, it's interesting because the WRC driving market feels like it's finished, but it isn't. We've still got people like Oliver Solberg, who is probably now, I think, the writing's a little bit on the wall for him for for 2023, at least. It's looking like it'll be, what, a WRC 2 program potentially in his own car or something like that. So... That's a shame. In a way, I think it would be nice to see Oliver have a go somewhere else, but obviously he's only twenty-one, so <laughs> there's still plenty of time um, for that. But but yeah, I, I would say we've we've got an interesting balance between between all the teams. We've done a podcast already reacting to Hyundai and. Toyota's individual lineups but in the context now of what we think M Sport may have um it is an interesting dilemma I guess I say dilemma but Toyota looks like it's got the strongest two drivers in that it's got two drivers that we that we classify in this so-called top four in Elvin Evans and Cairo of and Hyundai has a very clear number one Now, um, that's no disrespect to Esopekalapi, I just think the fact he's adapting to the car, the fact that he's not as experienced, he's not proven to be a regular rally winner like Thierry has so Thierry will lead that team you've got some, Danny Soto and Craig should be competitive but they're on a part season so they're not going to feature in the Drivers' Championship similarly with Toyota, you've got taka will do a full season but he's not quite at the level yet to be fighting for a driver's championship Ogier obviously can but he's not there all year so we've got the four contenders we think exist but with hyundai you've got Newville. he's going to lead that challenge with M Sport, you've got tanak he's going to lead that challenge but toyota it, obviously at evans this year wasn't quite a stern consistent match for cali as he tried to adapt himself to the new car but he he did make some good progress towards the end of the year and I think it's it's safe to assume that he should be at the races um at at the Monty particularly it's a rally that's always suited him well if he can get on top of his struggles he should be able to 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 fight Cali realistically so you've you've got a bit of a situation there for Toyota who famously don't like ever imploring team orders I think the only time I can remember them doing anything was when they told Cali to basically back off and 2021 at monza when you had seven elvin fighting for the championship they didn't want rovin Perra getting himself in the middle of that we're obviously getting a little bit speculative to worry about potential team orders and championship developments halfway through next year but it, it is an interesting balance to consider that toyota doesn't necessarily have a defined clear number one whereas the other two teams do manufacturers obviously care about the manufacturers championship the most but if you can get, take two titles you want to take two titles and actually in a weird way having two strong drivers could actually work against Toyota in that environment. But I feel like I'm getting too mm. speculative now. I don't know if it's fair to to really wander that yeah. deep into it, but it's an interesting point. I think
2: you, you've, uh, made a, you've put a very negative spin on a very positive situation. Well done, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> That's normally my job.
1: especially. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true that though, it is very true, isn't it? That Toyota does have potentially Toyota can trip itself over with the fact that they've got, um, the likes of, of Calais and Elvin both absolutely gunning for the championship. Uh, it, it it will add a potential complication if Elvin gets off to a good start. Consistently, Toyota has told us that there are no team orders in that team. So, yeah, they... I
2: that, believe that will the be that... the case, David. I believe there will, there will not be team orders and the chances mm. of it ending up being a little bit difficult are very slim. And if they do, if it does present itself... You can bet your bottom dollar that Toyota won't have the same quandary or or uncertainty with their drivers that Hyundai had this year. Toyota will do it properly. You know, yeah. without without a doubt, Tom, Tom uh, and and uh, Yari Mati will 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 fix that.
1: Yeah, it will not be an
2: issue at all. It'll be very very clear and straightforward.
1: They've, on top of that, they've got the input of of Kyle Lindstrom and Yamo Leighton, and you know, massive experience. Hundred percent, yes. They, they will. You're you're right. I'm sure they will get mm. it right and and will avoid what we saw the, the absolute debacle. Nobody wants mm. team orders, uh, but we all accept that they are part and parcel of the sport that we work and we live and we love. But for Hyundai not to to slow Thierry down in Greece and to give those extra seven points to Tanak, for me, was an absolute no brainer. It just, it didn't make sense uh, unless who knows, you know, there's potentially as a whole raft of other things. Did they know, did they have wind that, that Tanek was off uh, and leaving and potentially that's the case. And they, they, they thought, well, you know, we're not going to give those to a guy who's leaving us anyway. So I don't know, but I think you're right. But equally there is the, the news that to, uh, Toyota, sorry, Hyundai's um, team principal role has been filled by Cyril Abitabal, the, former Renault F1 boss he will be somebody who will understand tactics team orders uh, and the way to play a team Um, and that's not to say that Julian Monse didn't I'm not entirely sure that deputy team principal from this season at Hyundai Julian Monse was ever given the wherewithal to actually fully make those decisions uh, himself it's 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 an odd one but it is. All of this is building towards a a very 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 entertaining Monte Carlo and great season to come.
0: It is, and I think that's, that's... exactly what we needed. It's, it's the tonic after the the domination of twenty twenty two, isn't it? With Cali, famous last words yeah. again. As I said before, we could be singing, and you could absolutely change the lot again. But it it should it should be a lot closer. I think. Both Tanak and Neuville are in better positions now to fight for the driver's championship than they were mm. this year. Um, and Robin Perra is in no worse a situation. So, and there's no reason he can't improve either. That's a scary thing. But it is oh, just, all shaping up to be a brilliant, a brilliant race. It, it's only a few weeks though. We well.
1: It is, absolutely. And perhaps we should, just before we, we sign off, you know, we've talked quite expansively about Toyota, about Calais and and the Elvin situation. But George, you know, Thierry is a guy arguably now who has got what every driver wants. He's got a driver. He's got a team that are focused around him. He's, he's denied this all, all the time. It's his team. It's not, he says, you know, it's, it's a Hyundai team. Fundamentally, we know that, that it is. And, and Tannik deciding to move on, it has left the path clear that, that Thierry can be almost unopposed in, in meetings and what have you. Esa is coming in as a, as a an experienced driver, but he's not an experienced high-end team player, uh, to the extent that, that Thierry is. Where, where do you think? I mean, what's Thierry Neville's mindset uh as we sit six weeks out from Monte Carlo?
2: Yeah, I think he's I think he's feeling like he's got everything he needs. Next year's got to be his championship year. It's got to be his best chance yet. And he's had lots of good chances. This is his best chance yet. He's got a co-driver he's completely gelled with now. The car is obviously his car anyway. Um, there's, there's no doubt about that. Those drivers are running a support role for him only in that they've not got the proven speed. I'm sure if they have got if if, if they do step up to the mark, they'll get their chance. And I don't believe that the, the team manager will change it terribly much. But remember, Formula One, the, the new team manager there, Formula One is an entirely different animal to WRC so i'm not um, i'm not convinced necessarily that um there's there's terribly many uh, transferable skills but um the basic running of a team is the same uh, across the across the board but the nuances of rally are, are are sufficiently different i believe to water down the value but what you're looking for is just strong leadership that just makes sure the team stays on track and doesn't do anything foolish in terms of uh, tripping themselves up. So, yeah. I don't think they did this year. I think Julian Monsey did a pretty good job. There's Obviously, there was the issues between uh, between the drivers and, and what Ott felt he was getting. Like I say, I think more... I, I don't believe disbelieve Julian Monsey at all, and I don't believe Ott Tanak. I think the problem was that they were operating at different frequencies. They weren't completely gelled in. Uh, moving forward, uh, Thierry must feel that any little, you know, Gear that was, wasn't quite correctly meshed has now gone from the team. I'm sure that the team will be getting configured to make sure that doesn't happen again. Focus will be clear. Yeah, it's got mm. to be Thierry's year this year.
1: And d- just to counter that slightly, I think mean, you're exactly right about the fact that, that, well, not to counter it, but actually to add to it, that the that, that WRC and rallying is is more nuanced than, than than F1. Um, And the fact that Hyundai lost... Um, obviously, Andrea Radamo, twelve months ago, then lost Alan Panas as a as a super experienced team manager. Whenever it was, I can't remember when when Alan left, uh, which I think it was six months before, wasn't it? So it's actually it was yeah. longer. Yeah, uh, and now they've they've of course they've now lost Pablo Marcos, who was their team manager. You know, the, one of the hardest working guys in the in the service mm-hmm. park, and a guy who fundamentally understands the sport and understood that team. He's gone. There are there are people leaving hindsight, and they potentially they can be short on experience. They've still got uh, massively pe- experienced pe- hands like Christian Lorio pe- there.
2: People will um, step. They've got great engineers, and you know the core of an engineer is not the management. It's always the engineers. The management is just there to support the drivers and the engineers, give them what they need, and make sure that nobody, make sure that everything is gelled together, and right. and, uh, and make sure that there's no no conflicts, re- resolve any conflicts and keep everything just 100% focused. Um reaching yeah. the end goal with with little cul cool de sacs is not the way to go. Straight as an arrow it has to be. So that's that's the new team manager's job. Crack on.
1: Yeah. Well, I think crack on is is exactly right. Uh and yep, yeah, the new season Monte Carlo it can't come soon enough. Um but I think for from us that is just about all we have to say today. Don't forget all of the news. Go to Dirtfish.com. Follow us socially on at Dirtfish Rally. Um, and we will look forward to talking to you again next week. So thank you very much for listening. Thank you, chaps, for, for taking the time midweek to, uh, to record this extra special spin. Uh, and catch up with you next week.
2: Fantastic. Thanks, David. Thanks, Luke.
0: Thanks very much.